Please hold for the next account executive. Thank you for calling. To ensure the highest level of customer care, this call will be recorded. Street Agency, this is Matthew. Hi, speak to Larry, please. Sure, who am I speaking with? Uh, Joey Jingola. Joey Jingola? Yes. All right, Joey, hold on one second for me. Thank you. Larry, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey. How are you doing today, sir? I'm great. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Well, I mean, you can run it anytime you want, so you can you can monitor um, from the system how where the score is, and they look at their scores too because they log in. They'll tell me ahead of time that they've they've jumped up or something before I even know it because they they get noticed before I get noticed. Are you keeping score in your agency? Well, that was my buddy Larry Friedenberg over at Treist Insurance Agency down in South Carolina. And if you remember the last time we had Larry on the show, we were talking about the system that he has in place that he's using um, with Rocket Referrals that helps him keep score on his agents and he lets his clients do the scorekeeping. And it's a very interesting thing. So the conversation wasn't really particularly done. He goes into, we're going to get into a slightly different angle on this. And it's such an interesting concept of this you know, very kind of unique kind of tool that is kind of, I don't want to say tucked away in Rocket Referrals, but I mean, it's probably one of their, you know, of, if, if, it's, if they have a top five list of features, utilize this is probably six or seven, right? It's, it's not even in the leaderboard because, um, you know, they're just, you know, Rocket Referrals has a lot of other things that they've built a platform around, but because they have so much flexibility with the integration with your management system, this is just one of the, the amazing little tweaks that you can make uh, to really transform the way that you manage your staff and, and understand who's doing what for you. And, you know, Larry's saying, the thing that I found interesting, it's a very short clip. I don't know if you picked up on it, but the thing that I found very interesting is, is that you noticed him say that his employees are watching it before he is, right? They're, they've got an eye on it. It's giving them feedback. It's it's letting them know how they're doing and it's giving them a standard to adhere to as opposed to you just kind of free flowing in the wind having no idea where you're at, right? And, you know, you might be listening and saying, ah, man, my employees aren't going to like that or, you know, it's, it's going to be this disaster, right? But everything Larry's told us so far is, is that, you know, they embrace the challenge and they look forward to that feedback. They're checking it before he does. They want to know what their score is before their boss does. And okay, maybe there's a little self-preservation in, in there, possibly, I don't know. But, you know, giving your employees that access, right? It's like, I mean, these aren't great examples, but I mean, if you've ever tried, if you've ever tried to lose some weight and, and you can't seem to figure out why, and you don't realize exactly what you're eating and how much of what you're eating until you actually track your calories, right? Or, or, or just have an idea of, not necessarily track, but knowing, you know, what's there, right? 
And, you know, if you were to use a, you know, fitness app to where you log the stuff in, this it's not great. I know, trust me, I've done it. It's not, you said, I joy, I've tried it. Yeah, it's a pain. But once you take a look and you, and you, and you say, oh man, I ate all of that today. Ooh, okay. Makes a little more sense. And this is kind of that same feedback, right? It's like, ooh, I did that to this person. Wait a second. Maybe I should, uh, you know, maybe I should do not do that next time. And it's interesting. And, you know, more I talk about it and, 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 I, I'm thinking to myself, why aren't we all doing this a little bit more? Because it is this kind of powerful kind of mirror that we're able to automatically hold up for ourselves and to to get that, you know, it's almost like a, a little guardian angel, right? It's just always somebody kind of looking over your shoulder saying, hey, uh, uh, hold on a second. You know, you can't slip up. It's just it's always keeping you honest because if you don't have that, then you let problems linger well beyond the point that they're going to cause way more harm than any good that they could possibly ever do. I like it because I can put a, a number to it. These employees that you have that are rotten apples, you really can put a number to it, proof that they're doing a crappy job. As a matter of <laughs> fact, the one I got rid of two weeks ago just got on Friday. The clients wrote a testimonial that, I'm not testimony, but feedback saying that, you know, that everything was great when I was working with Denise, but then when I was working with with Jennifer, it was just horrible, and they gave us a five. Well, I've already gotten rid of her, so that's good. I can contact them at least still, and I'm very sorry, but, you know, because of people like you, I got rid of her. Now, before I go any further, I, I forgot to mention, I should tell you this. Based on the last show with Larry that we were doing, I got so many freaking emails about people, you know, wanting to know how that works, and, you know, people that even had rocket referrals and say, hey, how do I make that happen? And people asking, you know, other questions about it. I was like, listen, this is crazy. I, I don't work for rocket referrals. I don't know a lot of the answers. I mean, I, I am very familiar with the platform. But listen, I mean, this is, I can't, uh, I'm not rocket referrals support. So I just, I, I, I talked to Carl and Tori over at rocket referrals. They're the owners. They're the ones that created it. Uh, and they went and set up a, a dedicated page for you guys, uh, rockerreferrals.com slash grow. Uh, to schedule demos and stuff to talk with them. And I believe they've even got some different um, special offers because you guys are so cool. Um, that's rockerreferrals.com slash grow uh, to do that. And if you sign up for the demo, they'll, you know, they'll, you know, they got some special deals that they're constantly switching around for you guys um, to help answer those questions. So you can kind of see and talk about all the stuff that, you know, we're just finding out from agents that are actually already doing it. But you know, but I just wanted to make sure I got that out there. But the thing that's important here with what, you know, Larry is saying is that, you know, it puts a number to it. There's no abstract in this whole thing. Now, whether that number is your end all be all, like get down on your knees and pray to Jesus number, I don't know. If it is, great. That's it. Larry, as we're going to hear, has other indicators as well that he kind of takes into account. But this number gives you something to go off of. It gives you a, a baseline to, to judge it off of. If you don't have that number, then you have really no idea other than the eyeball test. And there's so much that you don't see that kind of becomes problematic. And where, you know, it gets into it, it's like, hey, Larry said, hey, we got a five when, when it was Jennifer and it was a seven or an eight when it was Danielle. And it seems to be that, you know, hey, somebody has a problem with this particular employee. Now, obviously, there's a few things that can come into play here. And this is one thing that, you know, again, numbers, this, that, and the other. The one thing that, you know, if I'm looking for a negative in all of this, if I'm looking for a place that this could just go awry, and I, I don't know if I talked to Larry about this. I don't think I did. Um, is that sometimes, let's be honest, right? Uh, they say the customer is always right. 
some some people say that. And I say sometimes you know, the customer is not always right for you sometimes, right? And meaning is that there are some people that are just not worth the hassle and it doesn't matter who um, you know, they're dealing with. They just want to be a problem because they're miserable in their life and you know, they want to watch reruns of Jerry Springer all day and just cause problems. And that's a thing that we just got to be careful of, right? And not to just say, oh, because this, you know, one person, I'm sure Larry's fleshed this out. You know, he's a, he's a pretty smart dude. So I'm pretty sure he's already figured this out. It's like, Joe, you're an idiot because I've already done this like six times and it's only Tuesday. And okay, fine. Probably right. I guess just you listening at home in your car, doing whatever you're doing in your office, you know, thinking to yourself, well, this is great. I'm going to, you know, taking it as gospel could be problematic and just making sure you do a little fact checking due diligence before you, you go ahead and give somebody the can, uh, when in, in reality, that customer, that client, isn't necessarily somebody you would want to be dealing with in the first place. And that's, I think, one thing that we suffer from. And this is also this, this also would have the potential to help flesh some of those people out too, because if you know, you're constantly having that feedback loop, then you're gonna know who's more likely to complain. And if you're, if, if you've got something flagged, right? If, if the alarm bells are going off on somebody and you're paying more attention to them and you see that no matter what happens, no matter what you do, no matter what you change, every single time it comes up for a review or a testimonial or whatever type of feedback is getting collected, and they, they never have anything nice to say or they're always complaining. Well, either you just kind of suck overall as an agency, possible, not saying it's likely, but it's more than it's more than likely that it's that person that is the problem, right? You're, you cannot change the way people are going to react to things. Like you can't control that. And if they're just always going to be disagreeable and, and unhappy and, and a, you know, loose cannon sort of thing, then that's maybe going to also help you sniff that out too, because uh, you know, there might be a potential problem just waiting to happen that, you know, Hey, listen, you know, based on these three or four things that we've heard from you and we know that we're doing you know, yeah, we might not be a hundred percent, but we're doing 85 to 90, 95% work here for you. Like we're, we're, we think we're doing about as good as we can here for you. And if that's not good enough, then we don't want to, we don't want you to waste your time or we, we don't want you to waste. Uh, we don't want to waste our time on you. There we go. Obviously you're going to put a little more delicately to the person. And this is the thing that drives me nuts about insurance agents is that we feel compelled some why some way or reason that we have to work with everybody i don't know why we because we opened our, our our doors for business that it meant we need to sell insurance to everybody no matter who asks us for it we have to we have to work with them right just because somebody wants a quote from you doesn't mean that you have to give it to them if you know they don't meet if they don't pass certain you know check marks along the way qualification tests if you will there's nothing that says that you got to drop what you're doing and go service that person, right? Be selective. And I know we've, we've talked with other agents who have made this a priority. Um, you know, definitely, you know, Nancy, uh, Nancy Nicklow over at Huff Insurance being one of them that we, I think we had talked a little bit in depth on this show before, but that's, that's one of the things I'm, I'm kind of going on on this, but I think it's important because, you know, we don't want this to be the end all be all, but I think it can serve two functions, right? Of weeding out bad employees, but also potentially weeding out bad clients, uh, just looking at it from the flip side, because it drives me nuts when even my uncle, uh, uncles in my agency is sometimes guilty of this, where we'll disagree over, you know, we'll get somebody walking off the street or whatever it is. And, 
it's like, man, listen, like we don't need to mess with this. Like we don't need to be doing this right now. This isn't our thing. And, you know, they need to go see somebody else. And you, you don't have to always help everybody if it's just going to be a problem doing it. But what's even more interesting in all of that is that, you know, we talked about this not being the end all be all. And if it is great, but uh, what's interesting, what Larry does to make sure that he's got kind of some secondary proof to back up what these net promoter scores are telling him. You know, the other thing I do is I record all the phone calls, which is not to monitor my employees, but they know the calls are recorded because they can go back and listen to a conversation with a client if they need to. And they know for E&O purposes, I record them. Kind of keeps them on guard too. Although some of them, you know, they just, you get an employee, you just, you know, they know you're monitoring the phone calls and everything and they really could care less. And they're calling about their phone service and their, you know, whatever. You know, you walk by them and you think they're doing their job and they're really just talking to some friend of theirs. All right, so... Let's be honest. I mean, I've definitely called the cable company on on company time, right? I've used the company phone, albeit in my basement in my home office, to call, you know, tech support because I got to schedule something for my. I don't have cable, my internet. There we go. Uh, I'm ki- I'm kidding, but but in all seriousness, so the one thing uh, interesting take here. This obviously call recording. I don't believe this is provided by Rock Referrals. This is something Larry does separate. Uh, another good uh, friend of the show, I guess. I don't know if we have friends of the show. Lightspeed Voice, I know they have this feature built into their their calling service where it just attaches right to client files and everything else like that if you get it integrated with your management system. Very cool thing. Not sure what Larry's using. We didn't really get into the specifics of that. But it's interesting that he's he's double you know he's double checking right he wants to listen to some calls he wants to make sure that everything's going okay, and the the employee that doesn't care they're not concerned that the fact that the call is being recorded they're going to do what they're going to do. Now the rebellious slacker high school version of Joey never particularly vibed with uh, some of these settings right because here's my thing, and and. Uh, I guess the other indicator that I would check beyond this, so we've got our net promoter score, we've got our call recording, and if they're just jerks on the phone to people in general, then that's obviously not good. But look at their production, right? Like, what are they doing? Like, are they are they, are they they actually being productive? Are they being successful? Are they bringing in business? And because they're effective and efficient in every other avenue of their job, they know that, guess what? If they call it, you know, two in the afternoon, there's less likely of a time that they're going to be sitting on hold because when everybody else gets home from work, then they're going to have to, wait forever and they've got 20 minutes and they've already closed a couple of accounts today and they're just taking a 15, 20 minute break um, to reset things, right? We'll get into that in a second. Uh, So that's very important, right? Making that distinction, right? What is their results in relation to their uh, methods, right? If they're just slacking off and they're not producing, then that's one thing, right? That's not good. Um, But however, you know, again, Sometimes we have this mentality like they should always be working, always be working, always be working. And again, you know, studies, research stuff, a lot of stuff points to the fact that, uh, you know, you're going to be more productive if you break up your day a little bit, you know, allow for your brain to reset. You know, I've heard some different studies saying, you know, go 40, 50 minutes like intensely on something and then make sure you step out, take a 10 to 15 minute break. Uh, because you're degrading the, you know, you're, you're getting um, diminishing returns when you push through these things and you're working for two, three, four hours at a time without, you know, kind of resetting things. Is it possible? Can you do it? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I think people do it all the time. Uh, but it's just this kind of mentality that we sometimes have. 
Now, this is obviously not an indictment on Larry. I don't even know if he's doing this, but he cracked the door a little bit. I just felt like I wanted to walk through it because it's a fun topic that we don't get a chance to talk about all that often. And we sometimes get a little too consumed with, you know, again, uh, you know, the, the time frame worked as opposed to the quality of work and, you know, the hours in which they're done. Right. Um, uh, I'm, I'm a little new school on that. I, I know, I, um, I know people kind of struggle with that from time to time, but you know, you got to do what's best for your agency. And again, much like you got to do what's best, you know, for the type of clients you want to have, you got to do what works best for your agency. And if that's, you know, again, you know, having certain policies where you can't call your cable company for 10 minutes while you're, you're taking a break. Uh, it's very interesting because it's so hard to, to, to know what, who is responsible enough to manage that and say, I'm going to do this thing and then don't let it spiral, uh, into like a, you know, a, a 45 minute YouTube binge on, you know, uh, you know, top 10 lists videos that all of a sudden just keep being suggested to you and you can't stop watching. I'm not saying it's ever happened to me, you know, but it does happen. Um, so it's it, the whole kind of thing, right? It's just taking, I think the whole thing can be boiled down to having better information, having more information to support the decisions that you need to make and to be able to make them a whole lot faster than what you had been making them previously because Larry's able to move on some bad employees pretty quickly now because he knows that clients don't like him. He knows that he's got, you know, recorded phone calls that says, hey, probably not the best person to be, you know, having in your business. So it's happening a lot faster than, you know, instead of having somebody on for six months to a year and saying, oh boy, they didn't very, they didn't do very good this year. You know, when you start looking at those numbers, it's a lot faster to turn this around to, to make sure they don't cost you more business in the future. And it's, again, it's these things like, you know, that Rocket Referrals provides with the net promoter score. Obviously call recording has been around for a while, but even then I'm going to venture to guess and say that. I don't know, maybe 10% of us are using it. It's just a wild, you know, percentage that I made up. But based on, you know, the people that I'm talking to, that's kind of the vibe I get. I mean, to be honest, we don't do it at Jingola Insurance. We haven't implemented that, even though we do have the capabilities, uh, mainly because it's mostly family. And if we suck, we're not going to fire each other. That's kind of our thing, I'm pretty sure. Um, so maybe that's a positive, maybe that's a negative for doing business with your family, but, um, we're all kind of set our names on the door and, uh, and outside of making Christmas and Thanksgiving a little more awkward, that's really all we have to gain or lose. Interesting concepts all the way around though. And I'm, I just wanted to kind of challenge you to think a little differently on the technology and the information that you have available to you to make these better decisions. And ultimately, like we said before, let your clients fire your employees. All right, so again, remember, uh, just because from the last time we did an episode like this with Larry, uh, way too many email responses from everybody asking me a bunch of questions I am not qualified to answer. Uh, again, Tori and Carl over at Rock Referral set up a very specific exclusive page for all of you fine listeners of the Grow Podcast, Insurance in Your Words and Agents Influence. Um, Rocket Referrals, that's plural, rocketreferrals.com slash grow to go ahead and schedule a demo. And uh, they also sweeten the pot with some some different incentives that they rotate out. So I'm not sure what the incentive of the week is over there, but go ahead and check it out, rocketreferrals.com slash grow. Schedule your demo through there uh, or just let them know. Uh, you can just let them know, you know if you call them up and say, hey, I heard you on the podcast. Um, that usually works too. 
Uh, other than that, just wanted to get that off my chest because um, you know I'm kind of upset because I do I'm doing this forever. The show, not forever. Uh, you know, I've been writing emails, all that stuff, and I got more emails on that one show than I probably have in like six months combined. I was just like, come on, guys, really? Net Promoter Score? I mean, Larry just grades his employees. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Larry. It's an awesome thing. It's fantastic. Just a little slightly guilty on the inside, jealous, envious, whichever one's the right word. I'm not sure. Otherwise, even more exciting news. Grow Lab 2017 registration is officially open. It's coming in fast and quick, and uh, we've already got all of our people kind of re-registering from last year. So spots, again, this isn't a thing. Like, spots are limited. We did this last year. We said we're only having 50 people. We got a room for 50 people. We said, all right, we're going to do 100 people this year. We only got a room for 100 people. Hotel doesn't have any more room that week because um, also it's it's in now it's in Charlotte, North Carolina, and um, what's going on? The um, it's the um, Oh boy, Abby Knight, the director of the, I can't remember, my mind is going on me, the independent, the Big Eyes uh, State Association, one of their meetings, I cannot remember the name of it, that is also happening uh, that same week. So we've got the rooms for, you know, the two days before, I think, and then they're right after us. So we're occupying a lot of the space. There isn't any more room at the hotel. So that's, again, why the 100 people. We wanted to keep it intimate. We wanted to make sure that it wasn't overwhelming. We want you guys to get the most out of each other. And and that was the you know, biggest feedback that we got last year was just how open and honest people were with sharing the things that worked in their agency and the things that people were actually able to take away and, and do right away. Uh, Sarah Hensley up at Intigo Insurance, um, they were able to I think they did two or three things right off the bat. One of them was uh, sending car air, car air fresheners out uh, to new insureds um, when they bought a new car. Or maybe just got a policy. I'm not quite sure. That was one thing immediately that they did when they got back from Girl Lab 2016. Uh, and those are just some of the random things that you don't even expect that you know just become nice little bonuses that you pick up and take away and, and do right away. But that is open. GrowLab2017.com. I finally confirmed that with Jason. GrowLab2017.com is where you can go to sign up and register uh, for the event. All the information is there for you. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Charlotte, North Carolina, October 24th and 25th.